This is the Get Out of Here Baldy Podcast, episode 34, March 28th, 2023. This week's Baldy of the Week is Vern Troyer. National Celebration, Respect Your Cat Day. Here's a shout out to all of the cat owners out there. This day in history, March 30th, 1867, the United States purchases Alaska from Russia for $7 million. We talk a little bit about Pastor Cindy's message last week at Wyatt Park Christian Church. And Holy Week events coming up all in about a span of about a week. Friends, thanks for listening again. We're so thankful for you. And now, let's go get this bread. They're Ben and Aaron, and they love sharing about their love for Jesus and food covered in cheeses. Weird news, history, sports regaled from a generation raised playing Oregon Trail. National celebrations almost every day. There's only one thing I have to say. Don't you point or stare at their lack of hair. Yes, they're follically challenged, so sing along with the biblical Baldy Ballad. Get out of here, Baldy. Get out of here, Baldy. If you don't know what I mean, read 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23. Get out of here, Baldy. Get out of here, Baldy. If you don't know what I mean, if you don't know what I mean. Come and take a listen to your two bald kings. And I'm just spring break. And uh, it was awesome. I mean, we, we, we've been moving stuff for the last month. Boxes and putting them in place. They're already in their place. And so all we did on, so we're feeling pretty good about it. Well done. Fair settled. Well so, done. Parents like they're seeing your parents. and uh, It was great to see them. It was not overly warm. Now, granted, it okay. was a lot warmer than it was here. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it hit 70 while we were there. Wow. But we did get some sunshine. Good. And even the rainy days, it's like sit around, do nothing during spring break. The yeah. kids liked that. Yeah. I went and did some bowling and some zip lining with my children. And yeah, that's fun. I love zip lining. Um, we went to a Renaissance fair. Yeah. And Asher realized there is a whole group of people on this earth that are nerds yeah. just like him. Yeah. And he was looking around going, this is like, these are my people. Yeah. We ran into um, some people and they weren't, they didn't work there, but they were just dressed up as uh, Link and Zelda from the video <laughs> game franchise. <laughs> Which is. And dude, he was oh. like, he, we got pictures with him. Like, oh, I'm like, man. I'm like, you guys want to go take pictures with him? He's, He's like, beating. yeah. Oh, well, like his brother wanted a sword and shield just uh-huh. because Asa likes to pretend to be violent. Yeah. Um, but Asher was like, no, I don't need one of those. And then he walks in and he sees that they had like Zelda replicas from the video games. Oh, introduced to that at all? He, the... No. He what, is... what do you call it? Live action role play? Is that it? LARP. LARPing, LARPing. is what it's LARPing. Yeah. yeah. He's not, we're not there yet. <laughs> do you see it Although, happening I, in the future? Maybe? I'm a little concerned <laughs> that those might be his peeps. <laughs> and if you're a LARPer, I love you, yeah. but I don't know that I want my son to be one of you necessarily. But it's always fun to see them in the park, you know, doing their thing. The first time we saw it, I was like, "What's going on here?" And so then I, I, I so Peggy, uh, her son-in-law, uh, our former office administrator, her son-in-law is is a larper. He he does that, and so I didn't know that. And I think 
when I saw a couple in the park doing that, dressed up and with their foam swords and shields and stuff. Uh, I think that was his group that okay. he was a part of, and so Dude, f- I had no idea that this this world existed it's, until like this last year. Well, and it's like I mean, I guess it's not that much different from like a civil war reenactment yes. or anything else. So you know, who am I to judge? Sure, if it brings someone happiness, um, and they're not, and you know what, they're getting out from behind the video games and go. being active. So why that, that's not that would yeah. probably be good for my son. Okay, maybe go. I'll let him be a larper after <laughs> there all. There you go. Oh man! So yeah, if, uh, spring break was great. I got my first ever pedicure. Um, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, only kings do that. So it's it's. It, I'm sorry. Dude, that my that was my dad's posture, and so he he was hilarious because he's like, "You have to go," like because I also got yeah. a massage, which nice. I want to talk about here in a second. Yeah. Um, not because of the massage, but <laughs> um, so he he was like, "It's better than the massage." Yeah. And he was dead set on going mm. uh, to get his toes done. Yeah. Um, but he has a buddy in the park um, who was like, dude, you, you like it. And so so my dad said, you know what? If you, I'll go hmm. with the wives uh, and you to get the pedicure if uh-huh. you'll do the aqua cycle class oh, like, okay. you know, yeah. uh, with me. And so they both ventured out. It. My dad actually enjoyed the aqua class, okay. loved the pedicure. Uh, Robert, his buddy, loved Love. the pedicure, but he wasn't a big fan of the class. So. But my dad is all in on the pedicure thing, man. All in. He was mad that he didn't get to go with us. Yeah. My mom's like, it's only been two weeks since you got one. He's so like, funny. I guess. Oh, my gosh. He goes, but son, it's so good. I'm like, I'm like you really talked us up. And he, but he went wrong. He went wrong. That's great. But we so Sarah and I got massages. Yeah. Um, and this, this lady, I actually got one from her um, last time I was down there. And she really like talked to me about like spiritual things, and okay. so it was like a fun conversation. Yeah. Well, Sarah, she comes out of this room this time and is uh-huh. like, "Dude, I teed you up." This woman was in tears, like she wants to believe the gospel. <laughs> um, so Sarah got to witness to her uh, so during cool. that, and so she had lots of questions for me. Uh-huh. So we talked through some things, and um, it was funny. Like when we were done, she gave me a big hug and said, I hope next time you come down, That's cool. hopefully you'll get another massage and I can tell you that I'm a believer. Um, so she <laughs> wasn't so there cool. yet. She wasn't, but yeah, she yeah. really wanted to make a decision. Well, good, good. Um, and you know, just matters wow. of, you know, is God yeah. just sure. all the, like a lot of things she wrestles with. Yeah. But, um, so if y'all think about it, pray for Victoria. Very good. Um, yeah. Would you like to say a prayer for now? I would love to. Let's do that. Lord Jesus, I just I thank you for Victoria, and I thank you that she's honestly wrestling with uh, just qu- big questions, um, Lord. And I know uh, those are same questions I sometimes really struggled with in coming uh, to a knowledge of of the gospel mm. and the good news of Jesus. And so I would just ask, uh, Lord, that you would help her because they're not a smokescreen mm. uh, for trying to avoid. She really wants to. She wants to believe in something bigger than herself. And so I ask that you just continue to impress on her that desire. Uh, and Lord, and whatever whatever would get in her way, whether it just be um, her own need to rationalize or her own pride or whatever it might be, Father, that you would just uh, take that from her, that she could um, just embrace mm. Jesus and the transformation that he does. Um, and so I thank you for her. Uh, continue to guide her, lead her on her journey in Jesus' yeah. name. Amen. Amen. Mm. So, yeah, anyway, great vacation. So cool. Baldy of the Week. You ready for this one? Let's do it. I don't know know why I chose this one. (laughs) Vern Troyer. Mm. Vern J. Troyer uh, was born January 1st. Oh, New Year's baby. I didn't even notice that. Okay. Uh, 1969. uh, Died on April 22nd, uh, 2018. He was an American actor, comedian, YouTuber, Mm. and stunt performer. He had cartilage hair, 
hypoplasia and was only two foot eight inches tall. Goodness. Uh, he was born the son of Susan, who is a factory worker, and Reuben Troyer, who is a repair technician, and had two siblings, Devon and Deborah. Um, and they were just normal-sized humans. Mm. He stated that his parents never treated him any different than the uh, the average-sized siblings. He said, I, had, I used to have to carry wood, feed the cows and pigs on, and farm animals. Um, he was initially raised Amish, and the parents kind of left the faith when he was uh, pretty young. Mm. Uh, as far his, as his career, his debut role was in Baby's Day Out, where he played a stunt double for a nine-month-old. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, wow. And his, his biggest break and most well-known role is of Mini-Me in the Austin yeah. Powers franchise. Mm. Um, unfortunately, he did die uh, in 2018 of alcohol poisoning. Mm. But Vern Troyer. Yeah. So, uh, again, do you, I mean, I don't know if you know much about him, but do you have a favorite role? You know, um because the first movie that I really saw him in was Austin Powers, I, I feel bad because I, I'm. It's not a movie I would recommend Man, for sure. just anybody to watch. But that was a big part of my high school. In years. high school, it seems so funny. It does, yeah. And high, yeah, right. <laughs> I was gonna say we we watched it knowing, oh, this is so wrong, but we still watched it and we still laughed and we watched it even though we knew our parents wouldn't want us to watch it, but we did. They did progressively we, get worse too. They did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Mini Me was was the one that uh, really made an imprint. But when I looked at his um, his list of, of movies today, I saw that uh, he played uh, Grip Hook in the movies. And of course, when I brought that up to you earlier today, it looked to me as if he had only played in the Sorcerer's sure. Stone. But uh, but I guess so. So he's been Grip Hook in all of the movies that he shows up in. Which I don't know how many movies Grip Hook is actually in. But then so so he had a voice. Someone else did the voice for Grip, Grip, Grip Hook. Is that what you, Correct. you said? Correct. There was, yeah. So I think, I believe he played the, the did the body. acting uh, piece and then they did uh, a voiceover. Okay. Um, for Harry Potter. Yeah. That's my understanding of it. I could be wrong. Yeah. Because well, I was doing my research. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Because I, I wouldn't have, have known that. Sure. So really, really cool. Well, and it's just, it's fascinating to me. Um, I mean, the, the it, as I was reading and his roles of Mini Me, they were actually going to kill off Mini Me. Okay. Um, in the second movie, pretty early, okay, um, or maybe it was the first one. And Mike Myers was so like loved the way Vern played the character so yeah. much, yeah. and and people loved it yeah. so much yeah, uh, that he actually rewrote scripts uh, to there. feature him mm. more and cool. also to keep to keep him in there. And so that's mm. uh, pretty neat. What was maybe l- l- more of a throwaway role, yeah. because of the way Vern played it, um, just got kind of some major traction so that's cool um, that is the most memorable one for me i loved yeah. that he was a stunt double that cracks me up yeah. and i don't i was reading the story it was like um it's not like it didn't seem like he was like trying to get into acting okay. uh but an organization again for uh people who are small um yeah kind of like reached out to him and said hey there's this mm. opportunity that's awesome um and the rest was kind of history um love it so what other thoughts as you kind of looked into him at all? You know, I think he did well um, playing into all of us as humans. Sure. You know, we could be offended at how people portray us in all of the different ways that we are different. Um, but it's like he kind of skid into it. Yeah. You know, and he had fun with it. And yeah. he was able to be himself. And I think if we all could be a little more, have that sort of mindset, 
and not be so offended at how others talk about us or thinking about us and just enjoy doing what we can do. Um, and of course, I don't think Vern was, was a Christian. I don't think he did this for the glory of God, but what better thing for us as Christians to let, let the differences um, in, our, in our bodies and sure. the way that we do things be a way that uh, we can glorify God with, yeah. you know? So that's one of the thoughts that came to my mind. And, you know, the other thing, how he talks about how his parents never yeah. treated him any different, you know, and how he was given all the same responsibilities. And so kudos to his parents for not treating him any different and act like he couldn't do sure. those things. Yeah, no, I think that probably set him up uh, for some success later on. Yeah, And, yeah, to your point, I think the... the I, and I, I wonder with his death of, of drinking himself to death yeah. if... Like that, some he partly stepped into this. Like, okay, this is who I am, and embracing it. Yeah. Would did he ever fully? And how the yeah. gospel could have actually oh, sure. maybe helped that, You're right. rather than it being like a little sideshow thing, which sure. maybe it felt like for him. Yeah. Really, truly embracing that in its its fullness. Yeah. Um, and so I, I mean, I just think about that. There are a lot of uh, a lot of people who, mm. especially in the entertainment industry, whether it's through weight or mm. again uh, yeah. the height or, or whatever it is, can be the, these caricatures yeah. and have fun with it, sure. o- almost see success from it. Sure. But it's actually not. They haven't seen it as a God given gift yeah. that they highlighted that has cerebral palsy, and he talks about it. Um, not as something he looked forward to being freed from, mm. like a new creation. Yeah. But when he thinks about how God gave him mm. and made him like that on purpose okay. for yeah. a reason, right? And it was like, whew, wow. like to see somebody really fully grasp that truth sure. was was powerful. Yeah. And it was just something that I that I as kind of reading his life, he, it was like you said, there was a part of that that was true. Yeah. But clearly, his tragic death, I think, highlights that. Um, there's a fullness that I think the gospel mm. allows us to embrace how God made us sure. um, in ways that yeah. people who haven't discovered that truth yet can't fully realize. It's a good thought. Uh, yeah. So Vern Troyer. Awesome. Um, so next time, yeah, if you watch Harry Potter or whatever and you see Grip Hook, um, you can think of Vern. Yeah. National Celebration. Uh, so this is March 28th. <laughs> Um, which is today, right? Yeah, yeah, it is, is today, Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah. Um, this is respect your cat day. <laughs> I thought this would be good for the both of us to discuss. Yeah, sure, sure. And so it's a day to celebrate you and your feline bestie. Mm. Your kitty pal has been there when you were happy. Your kitty pal has been there when you were sad, Ben. Mm. Your kitty has and always will be there for you. That's so awesome. this March twenty eighth, acknowledge all the hard work your cat puts in <laughs> to being your loyal companion. Mm. So tell us a little bit about your cat, brother. So we got Simba uh, about a year ago, Christmas time, as right. a gift for Eliana. And it was kind of a surprise. We went to go pick up Simba with Eliana, and she didn't know why we were going to this stranger's house. I just said it was someone from the church that we had to go visit. And so we walked into the house, went inside, and the cat came to the door. And once we got in and she met Simba, um, you know, we said, well, how would you feel about taking him home? And of course, she was just you know thrilled. And so Simba is a he's an orange um, tabby cat. Uh, his his like full breed. He's a Norwegian forest cat. Okay. So they the nickname a Ouija cat is is one of the nicknames for him. And so he's got this big bushy tail. You know they were made to survive in cold um, conditions, of being from kind of the the Norway Norwegian area. Um, he's just just this big fluff ball. Hmm. Um, sheds a lot. 
purrs, has the loudest purr we've ever heard from any cats that we've owned. He's more like a dog than a cat, and you, you guys have, have oh, seen Oh, he's him. friendly. He just loves to, when people come in and they sit down, he just loves to basically, he'll roll up around your feet mm. and just kind of, like, I don't know what what he's trying to do, but it's 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 affection is what it is, mm-hmm. and he wants you to play. Uh, he's not afraid or or you know bashful about about anything. So that's there's some good things about him. Um, what I, what I've realized um, about him that really irritates me that I I really need to, on respect your cat day. I need to um, have a little change of attitude about him sometimes. But <laughs> it's like his mission in life is to get into anything that we close. You okay. Know? So there are rooms that he's not allowed in at our house in our bedrooms. Um, of course, he can't go into any of the cabinets and stuff. But anything that is closed that he's never been in, he wants so desperately to get inside there. And so that has been the bane of our existence with him. Is In the, in the old house, he'd always rush in to get into the garage. And so okay. you know, as we're going in with things in our, in our arms that we're carrying in from the car, sometimes he's not there. And other times when you least expect it, he's there and he just bum rushes the door and he's in before you can do anything. And so he'll still in the new house. He's done that a few times, and uh, and so anyways, it's just it's just interesting to me how there's something in his psyche that if we had those doors open, he probably wouldn't go in there very much. But because they're closed, he's got to find a way to get in there. Forbidden fruit syndrome. Yes, yes. So, but we love we love Simba. He's a good cat. Right on. What and you guys have uh, a cat or two? I've got two. Two cats. Yeah. Two cats. The first one I bought. for ten dollars, okay. That's game. Yeah, <laughs> all fixed. Okay, with the shots and everything. Yeah. during one of those humane societies sales. Sure. Uh, her name is Snickers. Yeah. Um, which we did that more because of the coloring okay. than anything else. Yeah. Um, and I realized it was it was a, a funny name, uh, and, and fits her because her slogan is "Hungry? Why wait?" <laughs> So, so just she's getting kind of fat. Loves to eat. Okay. She loves to eat. She'll she's eat as some much Snickers. food <laughs> as you put out, um, and is, is super friendly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and like her quirk is kind of like Simba. So my my uh-huh. cats are outdoor cats. Okay, um, but Snickers believes that she is an indoor cat. Okay. Um, <laughs> And is trying to convince us that this should be the case. <laughs> so she'll sit by the the front door all yeah. day and like just kind of eyeball us. And anytime the door doesn't get shut quite right, or oh. I, I think she might even be able to get the handle yeah. at this point because yeah. every once in a while I'll hear the door like crack open <laughs> and see this head poking through. <laughs> um, and just it's like it's the most endearing thing, but it's yeah. also like you said the most in- annoying thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's Snickers. I, I love it too because uh, our other cat, Magical, I'll talk about in a second. She'll be like up in trees and stuff. And Snickers, <laughs> it's hilarious. She'll try to get up there, but because of her weight, uh-huh. she'll like get halfway up this oh. tree and just kind of like hang there for a second. This was like, my just like, I can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. I ate too much. Um, and so that's Snickers. Now, Magic uh, adopted us. Okay. Uh, so came out of nowhere. Huh? A couple weeks after we got Snickers, uh. um, all of a sudden, this cat was in her garage eating that food, like sleeping in Snickers' bed. And I, like I like tried chasing her off with a leaf blower. Oh my! Um, and all this stuff, and she just kept coming back. And so we just adopted her, um, and she has already cost me probably eight times as much as the the, the cat the I one actually, that actually bought. bought. Yeah. Oh my! And so she got her shots and everything. We still got to get her fixed. Um, 
trying to get her in, but it's it's hard. Yeah, the appointments way out on that. Oh, really? So, so it's well, if you want to get one that doesn't cost you mm. like three hundred dollars. Okay, so makes sense. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I don't have kittens. <laughs> that would just it be, is springtime. That would just be the but thing. We'll yep. see what happens. Yep. Uh, but magic, I love because she's she's like a hunter, and and Snickers Good. is yeah. it does too. But she's already like this spring caught me a mole. Um, oh last year she caught a couple of snakes. Wow! Um, so awesome. they yeah. they earn like, well. Magic enough, definitely yeah. earns her keep. So yeah. I'm actually glad she adopted us because um, yeah, she's a, she feels a little more feral. She's pretty she's pretty yeah. friendly when she warms up to you, but yeah. a little more skittish. Sure, Snickers is just like. Again, she she just wants to sit around. Eat. She could be an inner cat. She yeah. eat, she'd eat all day, yeah. and then let you hold her yeah. in your arms. That's okay. what that's the life she desires. Isn't but that interesting? Magic is a little more more cat. So you got so. a Martha and a Mary. That's, uh, we got it. <laughs> there it is. National Respect Your Cat Day. Mm. Um, so love on your cat if you've got one. Yeah. If not, you never know. I'm sure the Humane Society has more ten dollar cats that could use a home. I'm sure they do. Yeah, they're worthwhile. Yeah. This day in history, March 30th, which will be this Thursday, 1867, mm. the Alaska Purchase. Um, U.S. bought Alaska from Russia for $7.2 million, which I don't have $7.2 million, but yep. that comes to roughly two cents an acre, which seems like a pretty good deal to me. I would say so. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know that there's been a better land purchase than that. Maybe the Louisiana Purchase. That was probably a pretty good one, too. But yeah. Um, have you been to Alaska? So 38, almost 39 years ago. Oh, all right. I was born in Homer, Alaska. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I used to have a student from Homer. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, my, my dad was in the Coast Guard, and so that's the only way that, that that's even possible um, because my mom was from a German island called Silt, and my dad was from Texas. Uh, they met because my dad was in the Coast Guard, and that was one of the stations. My oldest brother, Eric, was born when... Um, we they were down in Texas at the time. I don't know. I think my dad was going through some training or something, and so Eric was born sort of in that interim time period uh, in San Antonio. And then right after he was born, I came along um, 13, 14 months later, and uh, Homer, Alaska. And so, so you're Alaskan. I, I am Alaskan, yeah. Can you hunt seals? So I, ca- I can't hunt seals. Oh. I do love beluga whales, though. Okay. And uh, I, you know, back when I was uh, going through elementary school, we were doing a Native American it was like second grade, you know, and we were learning about Native Americans. And all of my friends were like, well, I'm Cherokee and I'm Iroquois and I'm, you know, all these different Indians. And I like, I felt like I was missing out, you know. So I was like, well, I, I want to be a Native American, you know, so I can tell my classmates what tribe I'm from. And so I went home and I was kind of sad. And I, t- I told mom that I was just, I, I really wished I was Native American. And my mom was like, you are, you are, you were born in Alaska. You are an Eskimo. And so I went back, and I was so excited to tell about everybody about my tribe, man. We live in igloos. We, we hunt uh, hunt seal, you know. Um, yeah, a good, good go. time. So I've never been back, and that is, that's a bucket list item for okay. me is to go back to, to Alaska, go back to Homer, um, and, and to really it's, – it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. And a lot of people just think it's just nothing but cold, cold, cold. But there's certain times of the year where, it, man, it's a great place to be. And whether in in the summer or the, or the winter, my gosh, dude! You, I mean, it it is pristine wilderness mm-hmm. up there, you know. And uh, so, love Alaska. It's Very cool. and for those who you know, when we lived in Texas, there's a lot of Texas pride. We're a big state. You could fit like two Texases in, maybe even more, two and a half Texases mm. 
in the landmass of Alaska. So Texas talks about everything's bigger in Texas. Ken, if my math is right, that's over 14 million acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, Gosh. three and a half million. Something like that. Something crazy. I don't, I'm not going to do math, but yeah, so Alaska. amazing. Alaska. Amazing. Love Alaska. Very cool. Alaska. I went, we did uh, an Alaskan cruise on oh, our first uh, anniversary. Uh, and the only mistake there was that that was probably the best anniversary we've ever had, and yeah. I failed for 14 years since to um, live up to, to that. To, to live oh up my, to that one. Yeah. Uh, but it was uh, what I loved was we got to go up through the channels. Sitka yeah. uh, is up there. We did some zip lining up Very in nice. the rainforest area there. Just so beautiful. Mm, um, my favorite part was we got the like, spa package where you could sit in saunas. Nice. And yeah. this cruise ship had them up at the front. Okay. Of the bow with big glass, so you're looking at. So you're seeing like uh, ice yeah. glaciers yeah. While you're float by in. while you're sitting like 200 degree heat. I it love was, it. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's so, great. Um, that again, awesome. I'm sure there's lots of different ways to see Alaska. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not really wanting to, That'd be the way to do it. Get out there and hike. Mm-hmm. The, I can recommend the cruise. It would okay. That that, so it, that is probably how we will do it. Um, so <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it was good. Absolutely. All right, so we had yeah. our second-to-last sermon mm-hmm. in our Ecclesiastes series. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Cindy preached on chasing power and wealth. And so just as you were listening on Sunday, what kind of stuck with you? You know, it's it's another in, in the long line of pleasures and pursuits that the teacher is letting us know that he's already been on this quest. Mm-hmm looking for satisfaction from these things. And his conclusion is that they're all bankrupt. Mm. And so, you know, all of these, um, whether it's the uh, ones that you shared in your message, the the, the four S's, mm-hmm. S- uh, you had sex, you had uh, substance, spectacle, and... Stuff. Stuff, of course, stuff. And wealth, and you know all all of the, and then you add into this um, um, power. Uh, you know, you could you could, you could talk about power and wealth as two sides of the same coin. Sure, you know, but oftentimes we tend more to talk about the wealth part of it and not really the power yeah. side of it, and, and not really think about you know with wealth comes this power that gives us a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, as we talk about money, it's always good to distinguish where is the line drawn in, in Scripture as far as when the love of money is destructive, mm. you know. And with, with any of these, these things, mm-hmm. it is uh, when it's just out of ratio, out, you know, in comparison to our love for God, right? you know. And does God control my money, and if God doesn't control my money, uh, then I love. Then money is my God, mm. you know, and and all of the other stuff mm. in my life. Mm. Yeah, I liked how she linked um, the idea of joy and contentment, satisfaction, mm. um, with the conversation about power and wealth, because yeah. it was just going, um, and that piece in particular where he's talking about. Um, enjoying what you've been given yeah. as a gift from God in and of itself, yeah. and that it's not—it's not just the stuff, right? That is a gift from God, which it can be. Right. In fact, yeah. uh, that can be kind of a curse if He doesn't give you the ability to enjoy it. Yeah. So that—that that was the part of the message that kind of really 
um, sunk in was thinking about that going that the the whether it be position mm. or the resources yeah. um, is is not in and of themselves the thing that's a gift. Sure. The ability to enjoy them and wield them well. Yeah. Um, that's a, a gift from God. Absolutely. But as you were just yeah, even in the passage, were there other thoughts that you had had? Um, nothing, no, I mean, it, it's, it's really, again, um, all of these messages have been a mirror for me to hold up and mm. look at myself. And I think that's been happening to a lot of people these messages haven't been something where, you know, because sometimes you hear a message and you're thinking of like, man, so-and-so needs to listen to this, mm. yeah. <laughs> you know? And this was one that most people, if they're honest, couldn't couldn't really think, well, so I mean, maybe in some aspects, sure. you know, but you're going to find yourself somewhere on the, on that, that, that you know, scale yeah. of, of love of these things, pursuits and pleasures. And it's because we're human. And we are living life under the sun, and and so you know, and also one of the other challenging things for us in this is again, we can't cut ourselves off from these pleasures. Mm. We can only seek God's guidance and mm. how to enjoy them best. Yeah, and to enjoy them in a way that 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 God cr- intended us to. Mm. You know, and so and I'm I'm finding that out more and more. Um, throughout Lent, as mm-hmm. I've you know decided, well, uh, maybe I should give up coffee this year, you know, and and so I've found that when I've actually been able to do my coffee on my resurrection day during the week, uh, that coffee tastes better than what I remember. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not yeah. just to drink it, just to drink it because I have to have it. And so I think a lot of the other things in life are are very much like that. If sure. we if we if we can find a place of um, not not using them um, for for daily dependence. But for like, and this is like a moment where I get to savor this. Yeah, we don't savor a lot of things. I don't think mm. in life. I, I think we we consume a lot of stuff. Mm. And so to get to a point where God created us to savor these things, mm. that's I guess that's what I'm thinking about chewing on for myself. That's great. That's so. like the, it's like the law of diminishing returns mm. that He comes back to often. Yeah, going yeah. too much of a good thing actually doesn't yield m- more yeah. good. Right. Um, and that's true. His his middle section yeah. on on when he's talking about really like w- wealth and I love the middle section because it left me going do I do I actually want wealth? Oh yeah. Sure. And I, what I love is that the you know mm. the teacher right is depicted as a king yeah. uh, who has got all the power and wealth in the world. Sure. So and he's he just looks at and. I, like I just jotted down some ideas that he throws out. One, it's never enough. Yeah. So he goes, there's no end uh-huh. to your desire for it. Um, the second thing he talks about is um, it attracts takers. He talks about the more th- more stuff, the, m- the more that people that want to consume them. That's interesting. And so the more wealth you get, the more people you attract mm. that just want your stuff. I guess I didn't pick that up from the translation. I was a little confused by how the NIV had okay. worded Where that. Where did that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's what he's after yeah, there. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. People come out of the woodwork. Yep, yeah, you win a lotto. You're going to get a lot more new friends. A lot of family right? members yeah, that are like, hey. Absolutely. Mm. Um, he talks about it just comes with more worries. Yeah. He talks about yeah. the la- the laborer. He just goes to his job. Yeah. He works, and then he sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> right? But yeah. the guy who's running everything, worrying about juggling that, and if mm. you're a business owner, you probably understand you know this. There's mm-hmm. so many things mm-hmm. that you're worried about. Yeah. Um, and then he talks about 
either it's gone in an instant because of tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's taken away from you. Right. Or you die and you can't take it with you. Yeah. And yep. so this guy who sits in this a place of position uh, with all the wealth and resources in the world is just like, ah, it's not worth it. It's very and little so, power in the end, yeah. And I think for those of us who maybe don't feel like we're that, mm-hmm. um, what we can't, what it does challenge is our di- desire to like get there yep. and going... Yep. Sell yeah, out to get let to. Me, yeah, uh-huh. let me learn f- that you don't. You get to that mountain, it's not going to be what you think it is. Sure, and that's good. I just I, anyway, I love I that middle like section because he got, he rattles off, mm. but that the one where he talks about yeah the uh, the more goods you acquire, the more people that consume uh-huh. them. Yeah, it's like oh, the leeches just come out oh, of the man. woodwork. Gosh. And I think of that like I know rich people where it's like they yeah. in pastoring some people who are very wealthy. Yeah. It's kind of like. Relationships are difficult because yeah. it's always like who who is who yeah. really loves me right for yes. me yes yes and yeah. that's so true you know I found as a poor that. pastor right you know what I don't have a problem like <laughs> no I, you're right. people like me they're probably genuine about it yeah, absolutely <laughs> so there's that mm. but that was a, I, yeah Cindy did a great job yeah. and um, I'm looking forward do you land in the plane this week you want to tell us out. a little bit about that you or? know the um, the the Narrator comes back in mm-hmm. after a very, you know, he starts it off very briefly. And so the narrator is going to basically take some of the things that the teacher has said already and say them again mm-hmm. for, for good measure. Because it, it it's easy to lose um, sight of what the teacher says to pull us back a bit from the ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, the, yeah, so the book is going to end on that note of yeah. this is what it is to basically it's, it's, to, it's to fear God to obey his commandments, you know? And so I'm going to unpack that uh, a little bit and um, looking forward to to the message. And of course, this is Palm Sunday, and uh, so I've been trying to think of any way that I could like tie it in. I don't have to. I'm not going to try and put a round peg into a square hole, but, um, mm. you know, but if, 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 something, if something comes up between okay. now and Sunday, let me know and okay. we'll, we might add it into the message. So, um, but because I've been thinking, is there a way I could talk about this last section? It just ties in real quick to the to the Hosanna. There's got to be a way. So we'll think on, we'll think I on will. that. But um, hope uh, looking forward to seeing everybody on Sunday, and uh, of course Palm Sunday, beginning of of Holy Week, man. Yeah, all of these events that are happening, all these yeah. events that are coming up. So yeah, if you're in town, April first, seven p.m. Canto Corral. Yeah, um, we had a number of people kind of connected to the church that uh, I know Scott and yeah. Uh, Pastor Scott and yeah. um, Ron, 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 and I think Sybil. Chair. I think Sybil is yeah. part of the choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, come out awesome. and see that. That yeah. should be awesome. Like I said, Palm Sunday we got yeah. uh, Mode Dance Troupe yeah. uh, showing up. They've got a really good um, dance lined up, from what I hear. So it's it's going to be great. Looking forward to seeing this. Will be their third performance. Um, it's really yeah. cool to see how that came about. Yeah, and then like you said, Holy Week we got yeah. Monday, Thursday, Good Friday. Yeah. Um, Saturday, yeah. we actually get to breathe. Yep, Holy Saturday. That's my birthday on Holy Saturday. Oh, all right. So turning 39 years old. Ponder. So, yeah, I love it. My favorite thing about Holy Saturday, the day, you know, in between there, um, there's this saying, this phrase, the earth waits, mm. you know, waiting for the for Jesus to come out of the tomb. And so I just love that. Like, I, I keep telling, the phrase keeps running through my head on Saturday, Holy Saturday, wait for it. Mm. Wait for it. That's my favorite thing is to gather on Easter Sunday 
after going through the motions of Holy Week and doing the Last Supper and Good Friday, if you do it right, and you kind of you kind of bring in the the horrors of the crucifixion, yeah. Um, because a lot, of, I think we're beginning to to re uh, reclaim that part of Good Friday. Sure. More and more churches, I think Catholicism has done well with keeping that around in, in Eastern uh, Orthodox churches, but I think Protestant churches have brought that back in to claim that back for yeah. ourselves. That uh, Good Friday certainly belongs and. Really, it's you can't fully appreciate the joys of Easter mm. unless we know the depths to which Jesus went on Good Friday. And the reason why he went to the depths on Good Friday is because of the horrific aspect of sin, the mm-hmm. darkness of sin, how, how sin has charred and marred and, and broken us, and how we've uh, been in cahoots with sin, you know, and so because of... And so I'm, I'm just kind of tapping into that crucifixion book that I'm reading right yeah, now by it. Fleming Rutledge, if anybody's wanting a book to read sometime. But uh, yeah, to kind of re- really grasp the horrors of Good Friday makes Easter just shine all the more. Oh, what I Jesus can't wait overcame. to hear you preach. Let's do it. It's going to be fantastic. Be awesome. All right. So that's what we got going on, folks. If you yeah. got any questions, again, feel free to reach out via email. Um, as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, let us know. Send us some encouragement yeah. if you want to make a suggestion. Yeah, Baldy of the Week. For Baldy of the Week, whatever. National Celebration. Absolutely. Whatever it is. Yeah. We'd love, love to hear from our audience. In fact, a lot of my um, highlights have come from suggestions from people. Yeah. So. No, I love that. That's great. Well, folks, beware the bears. Grace and peace out. <laughs>